Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. And 863 it is! What a putt. Nobody's read that much break. Henrik Stenson with an unbelievable performance. Finishing out with a birdie at the 18th. Ten birdies and two three-putts. What a round. Ties Jason Day's all-time major record at 20-under. A lot of people have compared this to the duel in the sun. Lisa Cornwell, Robert Dameron. I feel like this is our new home away from home. Studio <laughs> C here at Golf Channel. But um, it's been well worth it because we saw four days of great golf. Did you think of it as the duel in the sun part two? I, uh, you know, hate to say, you know, go back, but I called this on Friday. I said, these two guys are hitting it so good. I see them running away, and I mentioned the duel in the sun. Maybe not on air. Maybe it was just in my head. I don't know. <laughs> I heard you mention a few things <laughs> sure, off there. Sure, uh, Yeah, yeah I, I mean, look, the way that they played it was, I think that if no disrespect at all to Hendrick Stinson, if he was maybe a, a Tiger Woods or a Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, maybe we would go there. Um, he isn't quite there yet, but after what happened, it's too bad that he's, not that he is old by any means, because he's very fit, he's one of the best ball strikers in the game. It's too bad that he's doing this at 40 and not in his early 30s, because I think that maybe we would have projections for Henrik Stenson like we now do have for Dustin Johnson. Maybe so, maybe they would be right and just, maybe they'd be a little unfair, but I'm sure he'll take it at 40 then, rather than never getting it. And, uh, again, you're talking about the duel in the sun and the way they played. Uh, did you see Nicholas last night sent out a note that kind of went public and social that he goes, you know, we played great, Tom and I, but their golf was better than ours. Now, you were right. It's not going to be as big a deal in history because they're not Jack Nicholas and Tom Watson. If it was Tiger and Phil, might maybe bigger. Yeah. I don't care. The golf that they played surpassed the golf that Tom and Jack played in that situation. What was your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway, well, one, I'm proud of Henrik. What a great thing. And, and that, that silly, you know, media-driven monkey on your back of being the best without a major or one of the best without a major is gone. That's great. My biggest takeaway, though, the thing that impressed me from halfway into the first round was Phil's rhythm of his golf swing looks like smooth it looks like Ernie Els it's yeah. like he, he was playing with Ernie Els he, he looked like I'm just gonna copy what Ernie does with the with the rhythm because Phil's known for reaching back and trying to chop things out of rough and 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 deep down if you outdrive Phil he doesn't like that almost like a little kid I mean and he wants to you see him start swinging really hard and losing shots crooked he didn't do it at all he was just in control 
And I noticed it early and it just stayed there. Because yeah. if you remember, after he shot 63, you go, you think he'll keep this up? And I said, no, because the weather's perfect Thursday. His rhythm was beautiful. And the weather Friday is going to throw that rhythm off. And I was just way wrong. Way wrong. I love the tweet that Kelly Tillman sent out. She said, a man in his 20s wins the Masters, a man in his 30s wins the U.S. Open, a man in his 40s wins the Open. So what, John Daly at the PGA? Come on, Miguel <laughs> on hell. Uh, VJ maybe. He's there in his you 50s, go. still you never playing know. great. Tillman was right on the money, though. That was great. Uh, Henrik Stinson, like anybody who has paid any sort of attention to the game of golf, understands how incredibly talented he is. He's, he's one of the players, when, when we go on to ranges at – any PGA Tour event, I'm mesmerized. I could literally just pull up a chair and just watch him because it sounds different, it looks different, but this week at Royal Troon, we saw him put it all together finally, and it really the putting, but let's talk about his, let's just talk about his overall performance first and the ability to finally get his first major title. Well, he, he didn't putt quite as well as Phil. That's his, you know, his, his weakness. He still putted great. He made yeah. them from everywhere. He missed a couple, but so what? I mean, he, he led in Green's hit. He hit tons of fairways. And, and you know what was weird? Uh, Henrik is, Henrik in the past, in the mid-2000, 2004, 5, battled his driver bad, oh, yeah. like almost yips, yeah. and was strictly a three-wood player. He's the best three-wood player on the planet. I mean, it's a joke. Well, and he hits it a mile. Well, he does hit it a mile. He, he outdrove Phil uh, with his three-wood, and Phil hit driver a few times. Which, that was kind of a knock on him. People said that he wasn't aggressive enough, and he kind of proved that, yeah, you can play this You can play this game that he played. It's not like he was backing off or laying up. I mean, when you're hitting a 310-yard three-wood, why pull the driver when, out of the bag? When you're the, best, when you're the best at something, why take it out of your hands? But he did hit driver quite a few yeah. times. I mean, a couple times where he had to carry it. But, no, if I hit my three-wood like Henrik did, I would, I'd never. I'd hit it on par threes just because it would feel so good, and I'd just pitch back. He seems so confident for a guy who's been so close. And, look, he knows that he ca carried, not carries, he carried the title as one of the best players in the game without a major. He was so confident, and you talk about tournaments that he's come close to winning, big tournaments. We've seen him miss some, some five-footers for birdies, some six-footers to save par. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, what he did, especially over the weekend, the 51-footer that he made for birdie at 17. I mean, he was making some of these long, long putts that sort of salvaged some of the small ones that you were talking about that he missed. He was so dialed in. And, and I think one of the things, one of the reasons that Phil and Henrik took off past everyone else. I mean, Phil beat third place by 11. Is they both knew they're playing great. They both know they're playing better than anyone. But it was all of a sudden, starting Saturday, is match play. And all they did was fight each other. Everyone else was struggling. Everyone else was playing a different event, it seemed like. Phil and Henrik were just in their own world, playing each other. They didn't care what anyone else did. And it's... You know, at the end of the day, you look at the leaderboard and it shows they were playing each other. Everyone else was doing something totally different. They our might have played a couple extra holes or something. Our producer, Kaz, is in my ear saying, where does he rank as a ball striker? Do you put him up there with Adam Scott? I put him above Adam Scott. I'll answer this first. And it, and it strictly goes from watching these guys hit golf balls on the range. I mean, there are three people who have made me absolutely just stop and turn my head. Number one, Tiger Woods. It's just, it's a different sound. It's a different, you know, you can hear the speed at the mm -hmm. bottom. Number two is Henrik Stinson. And three, I'll be honest, it was a few years ago watching David Duvall. I just, 
there's something about that rhythm and tempo that uh, it's just those are the three who stand out to me in the men's game. And I know Duvall really isn't playing, and obviously Tiger's injured, but uh, Stinson is one of the best ball strikers in my entire life I've ever seen. That's funny you, you mentioned that because I was I was on the range with Tiger. You're talking about Tiger at, at Iowa. This has been several years ago when I was still practicing and trying to play. And I said that I thought when I first got out on tour that if you put me on the range and blindfolded me, I could pick out Fred Couples and Tom Watson from the sound of the way they hit it, that they mm -hmm. hit it so pure. And uh, Tiger, of course, did too, but I didn't want to give him credit to his face, of course. You know, he, he gets enough adulation from everyone else, or he did at a time. Did he earn that? Well, he sure he did. Come on. But, you know. uh, Tiger said, you know what's funny? And it's one of the few you know, times he kind of opened up. He goes, did you ever see Trevino hit a ball? I said, no, I never got to. He goes, I could pull up a seat on the range and watch him for the rest of my life. I've never seen anyone like him. And Tiger isn't quick to give out real feelings and real compliments to other players. He, he sees almost everyone as a, an adversary when he was playing so much. So that was very telling, and I'm sorry I missed that one. Well, is there anybody who can hit a controlled slice like Trevino? So, I, you know, I'd have to agree with him. It's pretty cool watching yeah. him hit. Uh, Mickelson, he seemed to have this, and he's always an aggressive player. He's always going after it, but he... Um, he, he kind of took it to another level this week. I mean, he seems, and he talked about it, he is so confident with this golf swing. And it's, it's unfortunate for him that, it, that he hasn't won this year because he has played so well, so well. And he putted out of his mind. I thought he putted great this he week. Did. He did. Early, early in the season, uh, Phil had a good chance at Pebble Beach. Right. And uh, the one where Vaughn Taylor ended up winning. And Phil as we all know, is one of the best chippers pitchers that's ever been. Short game. I mean, Seve, Phil, everyone else. Those are the two best. Um, Phil had a very easy up and down to force a playoff and didn't on the last hole at, at Pebble. Yeah, but he missed a putt. He I know he, he missed a putt, but the pitch had... wasn't exactly he right. A, what, and a four I wondered, and a half footer? I know, but I wondered myself. You're tough. Did that I've just... <laughs> Sitting home now, I'm, okay. you know, my feet up. I can critique these guys now. I don't, yeah. have to, I don't have to play against them. I wondered if that bothered him, but that's gone. You know, sometimes one little dumb thing can get in your head and, and just kind of keep gnawing away at you. Obviously, didn't. But that, that kind of was something I thought about. But, you know, he was so strong this week, mentally, physically, everything. It was fun to watch. It's a shame they couldn't give out two claret jugs because he earned it. How much do you think this one will sting? Because he now has 11 career runner-up finishes in majors. I mean, despite the, the fact that he is a five-time major champion. Um, does this, do you think that this helps him going into more majors, saying, look, I can, I can still win these, or does it sting a little bit? 100%. This one stings less than the other 10. I because agree. he did everything right. He yeah. did everything he could. He just got beat. Uh, he, he shoots 65 in the final round at Turin. The low round of the weekend by anyone not Phil or Henrik was a 67. Yeah. The whole, and there was only one of them, Rory, on Sunday. Our researcher Justin Ray came out with that great stat in 145 editions of the Open. Phil's score would have won it 141. All, 141 times, all but four times, which if you're Phil Mickelson and you're on that private jet heading home today or last night, I mean, you can't, you can't be frustrated with yourself, but it has to just, you know, it has to irk you thinking you played well so well, so incredibly well that, that this could have happened. He could have won this major title at the age of 46. Well, and 
you know, there was nothing he could do. He couldn't have done anything else. This is the exact opposite of the U.S. Open at Wingfoot, yeah. where he stems on the on the last tee with a one-shot lead, hits it way left off the tee, makes double to lose. That stings. That's his fault. He even said as soon as he hit the ball, he goes, I'm so stupid. And uh, justifiably so. That was a mistake. This one, he did nothing wrong. Nothing. So he'll still remember that U.S. Open one. I mean, I bet he wakes up in cold sweat still thinking about that mistake. You think he gets he another did. major title? Yeah. Which one? I would die to see the U.S. Open. I think he's favored next well, week and a half going into PGA. Okay, that'll be interesting. How about uh, let's move on to the big four because it's always an interesting topic when you bring Roy McIlroy <laughs> into yeah. the equation because you think just two years ago um, he was winning all over the globe, including a couple major titles. Um, we were looking at the numbers, and I guess we'll get to we'll get to the comments that that Johnny Miller made in just a minute, but um, a 67 to close things out at Royal Troon. A very, uh, you called it what, a backdoor top 10 finish, um, but it's his eighth top 10 finish in his last 11 major championship starts. Um, look, his ball striking numbers are still on point. He is still one of the best ball strikers in the entire game. In 2014, when he was winning everything, he was first in strokes gained tee to green. This season on the PGA Tour, he's third. Uh, we saw two glaring stats, or I just, you know, going through the stats, statistically, two things that really stood out to me. His approach shots from 125 yards to 150 in 2014, he was 11th. This season, he's 152nd. Mm -hmm. Putting inside 10 feet in 2014, he was 46th. This season, he is 188th. Those are two huge numbers. Well, to me, looking at that, one directly affects the other. Bad putting, and make no mistake, he's putting not bad, horribly, um, from six, seven feet and in. Uh, for a guy that's potentially the best in the world and has been the best in the world, it's, it's hard to understand how he's just missing so many and still contending. And that shows, I, I said it, I think Rory, Dustin Johnson, and we got to throw Stinson in there, are the guys, the only guys, that can actually win without putting really good. They can just, because they can hit it so good and just dominate the course long game. But if you start missing those short putts, three, four, five feet, on a consistent basis, and it gets in your mind, that's like a virus that just goes through the rest of your golf game. Your chipping goes bad because I don't want to hit a nice chip to three, four feet and face right. that. I want to hit it this close. My short irons, I start forcing the issue um, even driver, I don't want to miss the fairway because then I'll pitch out and pitch close and I'm faced with that five-footer. So what does he again. do? What does he do? I mean, look, he, people will say one thing or another that he doesn't, he doesn't close a toe through the stroke, but you say he, sh he should stick with it because that's his stroke. Compare him to somebody who is a great putter who has sort of that hold-off finish through the putting stroke. Well, he, it, it looks sometimes like Rory is a has a stroke at his best. It was similar to Tiger's, a little open on the back, a little closed on the way through. It's not square to square like what, a, say, a Stricker's would be. Right now, and what we noticed was, it looks like Rory's stroke on the way back, but holding on the way through. Pick one of the two, you know. I mean, who could help over. him? Who could help him? Could he go to a, a, a putting specialist, no. switch, switch equipment? Equipment could help. Um, go to a big, heavy, face-balanced putter, kind of like what Jason Day uses, a big 
and stop trying to rotate back, rotate through. Maybe just try to go square to square. And if you're fighting, holding off on the way through and kind of cutting those putts, stop fighting it, embrace it. I'm going to make it this way instead of Maybe the other Maybe he way. should do what Tiger Woods did when he, uh, what was it, 2013, when he won the PGA Tour Player of the Year title. He went to Steve Stricker. Maybe he should go to Stricker ah, and get a, I mean, why not? One of the best putters in the game, go to Strick. Sure. We should all go to Steve Stricker. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned, I mentioned the Johnny Miller comments yeah. earlier. Uh, this is great. I love Johnny because he, um, he's never afraid to speak his mind. Don't we all wish that we had that ability? He basically said, and I'm paraphrasing here, I think, talking about Rory, that he overdid it with the weight room. Uh, same with Tiger Woods. They get carried away with tight shirts and they're sort of muscles. <laughs> Johnny, they definitely have muscles. So I'm not yeah, going, I'm sort, not, of I'm not going sort of what, look are. at either one of them topless but look I go back to these numbers <laughs> yes, you are. and I should <laughs> and I should never no actually it's okay if I do but Johnny Miller knows 100 times more than I know about the game of golf but again Rory's ball striking numbers are not down I mean maybe he just needs to spend more time on the putting green he's still one of the best ball strikers in the entire game it's putting and short iron play that's gotten him it, but mainly putting mainly putting I, I think Johnny I'm going to pretend to know what he was thinking here I mean, for a you minute. clearly spend a lot of time in the weight room. Oh, oh, I do. They wear tight shirts to show their muscles. I wear loose shirts to show what I don't have. <laughs> I meant that in the nicest That's way. That's the worst thing you've ever said to me. No. Uh, do you think he spends too much time in the weight room? I don't know. I'm crying now. Um, okay. Here's what I think Johnny Miller meant. If, if I'm wrong, Johnny, uh, call in and tell me. He says things sometimes. His mouth outruns his brain, just a hair. It is fact, I think, that in golf, pushing weights too hard can cause injury. We've seen Tiger hurt all the time. We've seen Rory has the ball. Not Rory yet. He's still young. I know. I, well, I think that's what he's trying to tell him in his own Johnny way. Um, if you want longevity, you want to get back to being the best. Who, who are the best players longevity-wise? Uh, Stricker, Davis was great, uh, Kenny Perry, VJ. Mickelson. Mickelson. None of them are buff and bulk. They're all kind of long and lean. Uh, maintenance working out is great, but it, it might take a little too much toll on you, I think. And it, it's kind of an old school way of thinking. I yeah. buy I think it's personally. a little premature for it, Rory it to be making those comments. I mean, he looks great. He's, he's healthy. The only time we've seen him get injured was playing soccer, and that was just, you know, well, that had nothing to do with Rory. Maybe now. Johnny and I share this in common, too, where we're both jealous of his golf game and his physique. So everybody should just look like beef and have a good oh, time. Oh, he's my new favorite. Uh, look, I want to. Why couldn't I have a nickname like Beef? Uh, I want to stick with Rory, and we can talk Beef in a minute. <laughs> but it says on here, Rory breaks club, and so we have that video. I hope because oh. I hate to say, look, I may be the, I don't know. I probably shouldn't do this, but this is online, so I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> I love it. I, I, you know, I mean, I love when I see a little aggression. I know golf is supposed to be well, not that way, but. I, why can't it be? I, I think that it gets a lot of notoriety in this day and age when we're trying to grow the game. Do we have to be perfect? I mean, he didn't I, try to break his club, obviously. I mean, he, no. he tried to throw it, yeah. but he didn't try to break it. Um, no. And I'm not saying fire. that because I throw clubs at all. Uh, the tour doesn't like it. Well, he'll get the, fined. The sponsors don't like it. He'll get a fine for it, absolutely. And he 
He's sorry for it. He regrets it. But at that moment, sometimes you got to let a little bit out. I'll tell you a story, though, and, and where you got to be careful. I did that very thing at the Players' Championship, and my club hit the ground, took a kick kind of backwards, which it's not supposed to, and hit my playing partner, Cameron Beckman, in the chest. And you're you're I a very I wanted un, to just you're walk. a bad oh, club I'm thrower. Bad, I'm a you bad sportsman. Work on it. Bad sportsman. Yeah. No, but you're I not felt, a bad sportsman. You're a bad club off. thrower. I'll give you a lesson after this is over. Oh, what about okay, good, Thomas, I need it. Thomas Peters? Do we have that video? No, that was mad. That was anger. That was uh, here. There's uh, a difference okay, between frustration and anger. Just watch this. Watch this is, I mean, just the over the knee and then just threw it in the bushes. I did tweet that he went all Henrik Stenson because yeah. that's one of the things that we do see from Henrik Stenson that. Again, I hate to say that I like it, but it, um, it's, I seen, could watch that video. I've seen, without times. naming names, Nick Faldo, players that were very uh, subdued on the course, never showed a lot of emotion, flip out in the locker room later when the cameras are gone, which yeah. is not a bad way to do it. I mean, you've got to get it out of you somehow. Um, but yeah, that, that's. You know, when you're that mad and you're just seeing red, you you uh, let's go to do what you got to do. Let's go to the rest of the big four. Um, <laughs> let's start with Jason Day. Um, I the guess Jason just the Ringo. The is he the McCartney or the? Because Rory's the Ringo. Somebody said. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Oh my gosh, that's um, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your thoughts on on <laughs> Day's performance? Jason is. Uh, my thoughts on his performance are. That's about right. I mean, it, we all expect Day to be, he is the best in the world, number one. We expect him to do better, but let's face it, outside of last year, the Open is not his spot. Um, he had had one top 30 going into this season, or this year's, which was last year's where he left the putt short to, to go into playoff. Um, I think if this is a big priority, which I'm sure it is, we got to work on sawing off those short irons and flighting them down and controlling them because he hits them in the air with a little spin and he's not, he's prone to missing some greens with short irons and he makes up for it. No one has, outside of Tiger Woods circa 2000 and all, no one has everything. Mm -hmm. No one hits all fairways, everything. Everybody has something that they've got to work on and I think that's his spot. It just so happens that that weakness translates more at the open in Scotland with wind, firm ground than it does everywhere else. Yeah, his putting numbers over the course of the four days weren't or wasn't what we're used to seeing from him either. But uh, no. it, but it's, again, it's adjusting and adapting Great to that Great putters style. don't like the British Open yeah. uh, in a weird, silly way. They want Oakmont, they want Augusta, places where putting, the difference between a good putter and a bad putter are exacerbated. They're huge. The same reason a short player doesn't want to go against a long hitter at, you know, some big long, long golf course They'd rather play on Meta Colonial or a Hilton Head or something. A course like the Open, especially at Troon, they're flat, they're slow. It negates iffy putting to a to a degree. I mean, it's always better to be a good putter than a bad putter. But so uh, yeah, great putters aren't aren't always excited to go over there. And Jason's turned himself into a great putter. Uh, Dustin Johnson has turned himself into a great putter as mm. well, and definitely one of the best ball strikers in the game. Struggled off the tee though, uh, and. Would you say that the driver was his downfall? A little. I mean, he did hit a few just off, and it can happen. I mean, we is he the best driver of the ball in the game? Maybe with him and Rory. I mean, he's got to be one or two. It's 
he's the most impressive and and if he's on with it I mean how easy is golf if you if you're 340 off the tee in the middle of the fairway how hard can golf be I mean you don't have to be that good at everything else yeah. but um, he, he wasn't quite dead on you know weather may have had something to do with it maybe jet lag maybe you know he won the last two no one's gonna win all of them right. just off a little bit he it's, wasn't miles off it's crazy with the expectations that we have sometimes with these players you know you get you unfair. get in the top five in the world and we expect them to finish in the top five or win every single time another player who I think we always expect to be right up there is Jordan Spieth clearly he's struggled some since since the Masters um, mm -hmm. but I mean it's it's golf it happens and yeah. he Somebody asked me on a radio show last night if I thought that he had been too short and uh, frustrated with the media. And look, he's being asked the same questions over and over because the struggles sort of continue. But um, you know, of course, he's frustrated. Sure you can't he blame is. him. It's not. It's not toward the media. I think it's, it's probably more with himself, little, and it's just coming out a little towards the media. And, and but when you're answering thing, the same questions over and over, I mean, it's just part of it. Of it. Yeah. You get tired of it. I mean, and you, at some point, you have to. It's like your kids saying, "Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet?" When you're driving, eventually, you just want to, no, you know, shut up. Yeah. Um, and when I was playing, not that I had anywhere near the spotlight, we didn't have social media too. So as as unfair as let's say Rory and Jordan think the media is being to them, social media is being a thousand times worse. Sure. And it's very unfair to both of them because. It's like we go to Stinson the next tournament he plays and say, and say, why didn't you play as good as you did at, at the British Open? Well, he's not going to. No one does that. I, it's just not realistic. Uh, Rory, why aren't you as good as you were in 14 when you won uh, you know, the PGA and, and, the, and the Open and, and Firestone? Uh, Jordan, why aren't you as good as you were last year when you almost won all four majors? It's not fair, but... I think Rory just got a little frustrated. He had a kind of a rough press conference early. I'm scared Jordan's taking it to heart. Yeah, well, it's a look, he, and we got this stat. Yeah, on Sunday, he broke this streak, but until Sunday, he had had 10 straight rounds in majors over par. And when you think about how well he performed in the majors across the board last year, you know, once, once that happened to him Sunday at Augusta National, I mean, in the majors, he has been a different player. I thought there was there were two ways I thought he would take that. First, when he first made the eight uh, or seven or whatever the big number at twelve at Augusta, I thought, wow, that's going to ruin him. The next day, I thought more about it. I go, you know what? He really didn't hit the ball that well all week. He would lost several drives right. Yet at one point, going into the back nine, he had a five shot lead. Right. So he could say to himself, that's how good I am. Sure, I messed up. It caught up with me. But I'm good enough to get a five-shot lead in a major while I'm playing really poorly. But I think it's kind of gone the other way. I think it frustrated him. The questions, that, I mean, by the million are coming at him. How'd you do that? Why'd you mess that up? He's forced to relive it all the time, all the time. Um, and I think that... You think he's right to be frustrated? How can you not be? He's yeah, a human being. I agree. Sure, he's right to be frustrated. But people also have a right... To, to ask the same question. Well, sure, that's part of it. Okay, of the big four, who do you think wins a major next? The big four. Johnny Miller's not part of the big four, right? <laughs> no, Johnny's okay. not. I think you've got Rory absolutely needs to make 
a few more putts. I don't think it's Rory. Uh, Jordan is still a little tender and sensitive and not on top of his game. Oh my, DJ already won the last one. I think Jason Day has a strong, strong shot to defend. Day, D Day, DJ, Rory, they're all eight to one odds to win the PGA. Spieth, it's hard it to believe he's the highest at 10 to one. I'm going, I'm going Rory, because I, I really think that he's going to get this putter figured out. And all it takes is for him to start dropping just a few. And that's what happens with him. He gets on these hot streaks with the putter. He does. And like you said, it's all about the confidence and how much that affects your wedge game, your scrambling numbers, your bunker play. Because if you, you know, if you hit it inside six feet, six, seven feet, you know you're going to make it. And yeah, absolutely. so it changes everything. I think that he gets that figured out. I have no idea how, but <laughs> I think that he does. He's a smart guy. He's one of the best, <laughs> one of the best players we've had in the modern era. Absolutely. And, um, I'm in awe of how good he yeah, is. Yeah, and when like he's I good, said, I his mean. ball striking numbers. I really, if I had to pick one of those guys to win the PGA, it would be Rory McIlroy. He cannot stay down. For too much longer. Again, he doesn't, again, he's not even down. He doesn't have to come back and putt great. He just needs to putt okay because he can he can just dominate with his driver and his irons and his his. You said his pit, uh, his short irons are not quite as tight, but if he feels just ten percent more confident with his putter, just a little, he finds some key. You, it, that will improve. You said day. You said day. I think I'm day Rory. is the next major winner. You want to go of, twenty bucks on it? Sure. Well. Listen, are we talking PGA or the next major winner? Because I got a clear favorite. I'm going PGA. the next in the top four. Next of to the, the top, top four. The top four. The None next of them one are winning win the PGA. The next one to win a major. Jason I'm saying Day twenty bucks. Next year. Okay, that's you fine. Got it. Twenty bucks. You're going to play gin this afternoon. You can bet twenty bucks with me. Oh, I'm going to lose so um, bad. The Masters. They love me at the gin table. Danny, I stink, and I can afford to pay off. <laughs> Danny Willett at the Masters. DJ at the U.S. Open. Mm -hmm. Stinson at the Open. They're all first-time major winners. If you're going a first-time major winner in the PGA, who are you going with? And don't say beef. Oh, no, no, not beef. <laughs> I just like seeing Good, him play. I'm going I like beef. his attitude. Oh, okay. No. Brendan Grace. Okay. He's a consistent performer in the majors recently. He's still young, 27, 28. He is great driver of the ball, really good pitcher underrated everywhere else and if you look at his stats of uh, the way he's won on the European tour he, it was almost tiger like he had five or six events that he's won he had the lead and he had closed them all out the first time he'd ever lost a lead going into the last round was actually Chambers Bay last year so uh, I think if he gets a little bit hot he won't be intimidated and his game's good enough so if he comes into a major playing well that's your guy just to make it interesting and uh, create controversy, I'm going Sergio. No. Oh. He has to win one before his career's over. He has to. Does Westwood have to? Uh, no, but Sergio does. I mean, come on. I pull for Sergio. Us. I'm a Sergio fan. That's it? How can you not be? I, I love know. the guy. Thanks for watching Monday Scramble. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 